0: Hi, I'm KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo NerdBread Podcast. Today, for another addition to Movie Monday, I'll be reviewing the Netflix original film, The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Young Katie Mitchell embarks on a road trip with her proud parents, younger brother, and beloved dog to start her first year at film school, but their plans to bond as a family soon get interrupted when the world's electronic devices come to life to stage an uprising, with the help from two friendly robots the mitchells must now come together to save one another and the planet from the new technological revolution themes i noted are as follows parental acceptance slash rejection coded and explicit queerness family commitment and adaptability and language the crumbling relationship between katie and her dad rick is the main focus of the film she's a movie buff that's always been into making her own films and acting out her unusual ideas with her brother Aaron and family dog Monchi as her main subjects. Rick is concerned Katie's setting herself up for failure when her dreams of filmmaking don't pan out. Katie's extremely hurt by his rejection and can't wait to leave for school. I definitely understand where Katie's coming from as a former art student myself. Although I believe school actually beat the creativity out of me when I finally graduated, I'm at the point in my life where my creativity and curiosity has regained a purposeful traction versus my misguided and naive teenage self. I understand the resentment towards family, friends, and even co-workers who mock you or question your dreams when they themselves are too afraid to chase after them on their own or maybe have and failed in the process. So now they project those said failures onto you. Richard is the latter. However, Richard was trying, with a push, more like shoving actually, from his wife Linda to get him to be more understanding about where Katie was coming from. Linda also roped Aaron in to talk with Katie to do the same about her father. The more I think about it, the Mitchells remind me of the Belchers from Bob's Burgers, but no one's a wisecracker or makes self-deprecating jokes. Don't get me wrong, I like the Belchers, I love Bob's Burgers, but the Mitchells don't feed off each other's traumas or shortcomings. Katie and Aaron, uh, they don't mock one another for their obsessions. Richards, or Rick I should say, uh, they don't mock him for his passion for nature or uh, Linda for her desire for uh, unrealistic perfection. I think what makes them work as a family, other than their love for one another, is the fact that that they're weird and obsessive and that's okay everyone just leaves the others to their niche the issue now for rick is oh no katie hasn't grown out of her film obsession and wants to make a career out of it what if she fails and is disappointed by life like i was oh no what is she going to do he just wants what every parent wants for their kids which is to be successful and steady which he doesn't see in a film career Which just circles back to my previous point, but let's move on, shall we? Katie's queerness is initially coded in the film as unique or weird. The type of clothing she wears and the options she's explored when she tried to quote-unquote figure herself out. She recalls when describing her frustration with her father's stubbornness. Then she mentions her attraction to another female student she shares interest with and is anxiously awaiting to meet her for the first time in person. Then Linda, Claire's day, asks about the woman and when the family will get to meet her. Clearly, she and Katie are dating and the family knows and are more than welcoming to the possible new addition to their family. This is incredibly important for viewers, especially young ones, teenage and even younger, to see themselves on film and their family's acceptance of them. Not only does the Mitchells understand and accept Katie's quirky style and art but her sexuality in whatever form they may take. They see her. This goes for Aaron as well, although he's far too young to be thinking about dating. Rick and Linda understand how sensitive and obsessive he can be, but love and nurture his wants and needs regardless. Which leads to my last point about the language used in the film, particularly in regards to gender. I don't recall ever hearing Katie being referred to as baby girl or young lady ever throughout the film. I think Rick calls her kiddo, but Aaron is affectionately called sweet boy by both parents several times. Again, this has to be in reference to his highly sensitive nature. He definitely shows signs of neurodiversity, uh, possibly somewhere on the spectrum, autism spectrum, which Linda could possibly spot because she's a grade school teacher and... Um, He may have some type of uh, social anxiety just from the way he communicated with other people outside of the family. My point is, the Mitchells don't feed into what it means to be feminine or masculine. Katie's femininity isn't the same as her mother's or any other woman's and it isn't connected to her style of dress or sexuality similarly aaron's sensitivity doesn't make him less of a boy nor does his obsession with dinosaurs make him more of one at one point katie instructs aaron to not hide his feelings when he's struggling to express to express them uh i guess appropriately maybe he's learning and that's why she's encouraging him a lot more other than the fact that that's her brother the mitchells have For the most part, create an environment where their children feel safe to express themselves internally and externally. They are all as well-adjusted as anyone can be in this crazy world. I'd rather be weird than perfect any day. Overall, I enjoyed this film. I loved the art style, which involved the same creators from Into the Spider-Verse. It was quirky and fun. It definitely doesn't take itself too seriously, just like the Mitchells. Again, this has been another addition to Movie Monday featuring the Netflix film The Mitchells vs. The Machines. I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you. (laughs)